Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Blabs with Gabs. Why does it feel like it's been forever, but it hasn't? You know, it's just one of those times that you feel like time is passing, but not really, or it's not really passing and it is. You know what I mean? All right. <laughs> All right, let's get into it already, guys. No more blabbing. So go ahead and grab your beer, michelada, wine, cafecito or some plain old water and let's get to blabbing dun, 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 dun. i really need to get like an intro or an outro or whatever like some type of introduction because it's just like quiet and let's get into it so boring <sighs> what a rookie <laughs> all right guys so just want to touch on last week's episode um I know I said I was gonna have a bonus, but I guess I didn't um, anticipate how hard it would get get be to like get like people's schedules in sync, even though it's not like we're not out there doing things. But I mean, some of us are still in our normal routines, just like doing it from home. And um, I wanted to have four little guests, just because I think the dynamic of that little group, like getting all four of them together, would be so hilarious, and um, just get some funny little opinions. And I just wanted to talk to them about distant learning, like what their likes, don't likes, and just like see what comes out of their little mouths, because these four kids are like a character. So I'm just gonna work on it. I still want to do it. Um, hopefully, I could get it in pretty soon, but which I will touch on my next subject. Um, just work too for me has been crazy. And like, I literally get out of work. I do this, I do that, I do this. And like, I come home and it's, yeah, so it's just crazy. And so as you know, I'm an old lady and I feel like I talk crap about old people, which I'm really not. I don't. Some of my best friends are old people, like, you know, that I talk to a lot, but, um, I have myself on a schedule that I like to keep I like to keep myself on schedules and on track so like um I get out of work I know something's so routine like but listen it works for me like I want to come home after I get out of work I pick up my daughter I go to the market or I go to the store because I forgot something that I'm gonna cook for dinner and then I like I'll work out I'll get dinner uh, you know I'll stop I'll get dinner ready so by the time my husband gets home that's ready or you know I go pick up something because I don't know what to cook I'm not the greatest cook and trust me on future episodes you'll hear about some of my um, cooking struggles and and mishaps <laughs> you guys will enjoy those stories so you know so I, I do that and then I clean up and then um because it's a process for me to cook let me tell you guys it's a process so I cook and I do this and I do that I clean my house and I like to be having me time or downtime doing nothing watching novelas because that's what I love and documentaries like for at least an hour or two or an hour and a half <sighs> I shouldn't say two, but yeah, it's like two. And that's my me time. So between like six maybe and 7.30, I will have already have cleaned, cooked, done wife duties, mom duties. And it's me time. So by 8 o'clock, 8.30, in my house, lights are out. We're all in bed, maybe watching one last episode of something or a documentary or whatever it might be. And worse, because we are early birds, we go into work really early. So when you guys are like barely falling asleep for you 
people that stay up past midnight. Like, we're getting up for work. So, it's, and I need to because if I don't sleep, I don't function. (laughs) And I need to function because we're at work. It's a madhouse. So, going back, rewind. We're taking a few steps back. Um, Coordinating times with people because we're doing this via Skype or Zoom, whatever it is that we're going to use. It's kind of hard. And then, you know, the kids too, like these kids are off at three. These are at 345. That one's at two. And then they have like this and that after activities. And it's been a little harder than I thought. So I really need to sit down and be like, bam. And I won't tell you guys until I'm going to release it that I'm going to release it because then I'm just false advertisement and um, I'm not about that life. <laughs> so yeah, so that's the, the little update on my bonus. I'm, I'm sorry. Like I honestly wanted to get that out of the way last week and this week I wanted to drop another bonus. Um, you know, back to back. That's how we do. So, but <laughs> it, it obviously didn't happen. So <laughs> false advertisement. I won't do it again. Next time I'll just surprise you guys because surprises are better (laughs) when it comes to podcasting i guess so yeah so that's that so i like i said before social media or instagram is a job in itself like my god you guys uh trying to balance my personal instagram and blabs with gabs like sometimes I don't know if I'm responding from here or there. And I'm like, wait, I wasn't supposed to respond with this one because people are going to be like, what? Yeah, so it's hard. So I've been trying to like get in the habit of like sticking to my my blabs with gaps for now until I get like a little rhythm going or get in the habit of it. And for a while, I was like posting, posting. I was like on fire and I was like, yes, I got this. But last week-ish, this week-ish, I slowed down because it's Wednesday, guys. So I do record, try and doing my recordings on Wednesdays or Thursdays, mostly Wednesdays. Um, so it was just, it was a crazy week, week at work. And I was just like, oh, I was like, my vibe was low. My energy was low. My mood was all kinds of fucked up. And um, I was so like caught up with my work issues and drama and struggles that I wasn't posting. So I was really MIA. And the reason for that too is like I've mentioned before, like I'm really all about the vibes. Like if I feel it, I'm going to do it. If I don't feel it, we're not going to do it. So in a way, like this whole like drop, dropping a new episode every Friday, like picking a week or a day for me, I wasn't having it because although i'm all about schedules i'm not yeah i don't i don't think i know about myself i think i'm all over the place i don't know why i do the things that i do or say but um i wanted to do releases whenever i wanted to so i'm not feeling like i'm stuck in that because i have other schedules that i want to stick to and i didn't know how to like plug this one in so um I had I wasn't posting I wasn't feeling it because I feel like like I'm saying like I'm all about the vibes and the energy that I was feeling so negative I was feeling so ugly like in because of certain situations at work that I was feeling fake about putting positive 
quotes or positive messages or just being out there like all uppity gabby because i wasn't feeling it so it's kind of like i'm not gonna put my fake positive vibes out there for you to receive fakeness from me so no fake neck uh, positivity is going so i was feeling like if i put my fake positive energies out there you guys were gonna receive my negative because that's really how i was feeling i was totally being a negative nancy so no jabs and no nancy's out there is <laughs> that's just how the quote goes okay girls so i didn't want to put that i didn't wasn't feeling it i wasn't in it because let's get into it work has been kicking my ass and i know every job is stressful every job is hard every job will have its up days and down days and air their whatever days but for me um this job that i've i've been there for a year as of august um mid august 12th i i had my first year anniversary at this job where i'm at and i am so grateful for it like don't get me wrong i am blessed to have a job i am grateful to have a job in times like these but just because i'm grateful and i'm blessed and maybe fortunate to have it doesn't mean i love it right so this job has so uh yeah i think i could say this i'm an hr coordinator assistant whatever um and this job has been extremely hard and i know the universe and god and whatever out there is trying to teach me something it's teaching me and i want to say that i don't know if i like you <laughs> so this job has been extremely difficult and hard and i struggled so much because the environment is different and by environment i mean like the peoples i am dealing a lot more with older people and in the i don't want to say it's a hispanic thing because i feel like a lot of nationalities and and races go through this but maybe being his in the hispanic world it's more where men think they're always superior over women no matter what and in every like i said every not every race men will always or maybe 95 percent of the time will think they're superior over women or will have a problem when women are in a higher position and the men that i work with um they're all maybe 50s some are mid eight middle aged men um i think they really have a problem with women in authority and more when they're younger i get this a lot like when i tell them my age they're like oh, no way i thought you were younger and i'm just like i know my face is younger but my body is not <laughs> my mentality my age is not my number is not um so i get the oh you're that old but i get this is my favorite line that i've been getting it is una niña translation for you non-spanish uh, speakers you're a little girl um so that's my biggest thing over there where people don't take me serious men don't take me serious because i shouldn't say people um men don't take me serious because quote-unquote i'm a niña um i haven't been in that business long enough to know and mind you yeah i have this is a whole new a whole new like uh work environment because i'm 
I've been doing HR admin work for a very long time since I started working. I've always done that job. So that role um, I've been doing for a very long time. So I do have experience. I do know what I'm talking about 95% of the time or should I say 98% of the time. And I agree with them as far as the work field that I'm in. I don't know what I'm doing because... It's my first time working in that industry. That's what it is, that industry. So, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing, but that's what I'm here for. I'm learning. I'm learning the lingual. I'm learning um, the, you know, the, 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 I don't know how to say this without, like, saying where I work. I don't want to give too many details about personal life, like where I live, where I go, and stuff like that, <laughs> because I'm, like, scared of getting stalked. <laughs> not that anybody wants to stalk me. I'm not that important, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, you know, we got to protect our privacy people. <laughs> so, I get it. I don't know what they're saying, but they have to trust that the position that I'm in, the role that I'm playing, I know what I'm doing, and when I give orders to these men, they they literally like disrespect me in every single way possible and it's very hard and very draining mentally draining and I think for me it's frustrating where I can't um, achieve something I can't complete my task because not because I'm unable to do it but because people don't allow me to so just to touch a little bit on what happened was that um again these are middle-aged men a little bit older where um I tell them to do certain things and they're like we've never done this before or this is not how we do things here and you're just like I understand that maybe you guys are not used to the new rules are being implemented or the new ways of, of doing things but this is how what we're doing now and this is what we're gonna do and they get so defensive and they're just like nope 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 which was one of the things that I'm dealing with right now is, um, and of course with HR, you deal with issues every day of every day of the week, every hour of the day, every minute of the hour, <laughs> every second of the minute. <laughs> so um, it's like I get it. I'm in the position where I have to deal with people, you know, different characters, different attitudes, different mindsets, and I'm cool with that. I know how to deal with it. I've dealt with the hardest people in the world. I've dealt with the easiest people in the world. Like I've had, I work with so many different people that I, I know how to, I know my way around it. I know how to do things, control certain situations, go about certain situations. But these group of people, like the way they are, just the way they are. Oh my God, Diosito mío, por qué yo? Seriously, like I've never worked with so so many hard people where they disrespect me. They leave me talking by myself. They call me a little niña that doesn't know what she's doing. Um, I've got, uh, yeah, I've got a tomato thrown at my car. And it's not like, um, oh, I dropped the tomato. It's like you could see people intentionally threw because it's splattered. And it's like in the back of my car. Um, my The plates off my car have been taken out uh let's see what else um i got hit by a truck but that was an accident because a truck driver didn't know what it was doing and he hit my passenger side um i've seen scratches and dents on my car that weren't there before and i'm pretty sure it was them and you know where my car is at the camera doesn't really hit it so 
we can't really see who does it but i know i know it's people that i pissed off and these people like to question you so if there's a rule in your company that you need to do a certain training or take a class or do this they will fight you to the nail they will fight you like no one's business and it's kind of like you know at the end of the day you have to listen or homie the door's right there and it had to get to the to that point this week that i was like like I told my manager, like, you know, and I and I said this, I spoke to somebody else about this because I just had to let it out. I didn't expect a sorry from that person. I don't expect this man to be like, oh, I'm sorry, Gabby. Yo sé que la regué. No te hubiera hablado así. No, I don't expect you to tell me sorry. I expect you to acknowledge that what you did was wrong. Take responsibility because you know you're wrong. And let's move on and no hard feelings in the position that I'm in I don't expect sorry from nobody because people have their are entitled to feel how they feel but when you know that you maybe did something wrong you should be a big person and not just men now it's like as a person as a human human being you should be able to acknowledge that what you did was wrong because we're adults this is what we learned since we're freaking little kids straight out the womb you come out the womb like oh i'm sorry mom did i hurt you you know (laughs) it's like you have to accept when you're wrong and i don't know what it is these men don't like being told what to do by by me like literally i had someone tell me well it's because you need to learn how to talk to them you need to accommodate yourself to the to the to the character the attitude of each person and if and then have me explain it because this person was a man you have me explain it to them and then it be, and then they'll listen so i have really i literally had to tell a guy no i know how to deal i know that i know how to deal with each person and i know who who I need to talk to, how to talk to. That I do know. But no, I do not. I am not, I'm not saying I'm higher than this person, but I know that my position is a little bit above you and I don't need you to do my job because that's what I'm here for. Because if I need you to tell them what needs to be done, then my boss is going to be like, then why do I need her for if she can't even do her job because she has to go send somebody else. My job is not to send somebody else to do my job my job is to do my job because i'm already doing the job for somebody else i'm someone's assistant right so when he said that i was like why do i need to why do i need to send you for these men to listen to me and respect me they don't they need to listen when i say so i feel like men see me and they're like first of all it's not gonna tell me what to do two she's a woman no and that's how i feel that's how i see it and it's been very 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 hard for me to i don't know get a handle on this like at this job like i can't i've never worked with a group of such hard-headed men in my life where they make me feel less than and i'm not gonna lie i i got to the point this week where i was like maybe this is not the position i want to do this is not the career path but this is what i like i really love being hr i really do but it was making me question a lot like maybe i'm too soft maybe i'm too but then i was like no girl you ain't soft 
I mean, little chubby, but you ain't soft. You know, like you got this. Like I literally had to give myself the pep talk because I don't understand. I don't know how to go about it to get. And you know what though? Um, I know sometimes maybe you guys are gonna be like, "Well, don't your manager got your back?" They do. They got my back. And this is one of the things, one of the jobs where I felt more backed up than I ever felt in other jobs, where they actually like value me. You know, they know what I'm capable of. Blah, blah, blah capable of and they know that i can do it so they're like no if you feel this strongly about this then that's what we're gonna do and it's it's been like that like if i make it like they ask for my opinion and i'll be like no i think uh this employee they'll be like all right then um yeah you know what yeah it works all right we'll go with that it's fine i'll back you up and i like that so i like that about that job that i kind of got in the backup that i haven't gotten in other jobs and they do fight for me and i love that you know because they know i'm a good employee they know what what i can do and bring to the table but to a certain extent they let these employees treat women because it's not just me there's other women there treat them however they want because they're not in their culture they're not used to women being in the position that they are so that's been extremely hard i don't and i don't know what it is i don't know why men are always scared or intimidated by a woman being in power because i mean is it a culture thing is it really a culture thing or isn't just a man thing like their ego so guys out there fight me (laughs) no just like let me know what it is and um i can tell you that i've not o- not only felt this in um work relationships or work environments where i feel like men get intimidated with when they're women with the women are not i want to say better than them or better at something than them like i've seen it like with family um like even friends like you know, I had friends, like, we can have conversations, and then they're like, yeah, dude, like, he was being a jerk because I'm better than him. So, it's like, what is it? Like, why? I feel like when us, or at least me as a woman, like, I think, I feel like I look at a guy, like, if I'm better than him, I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm better than him. Mm-hmm. Vagina power. No, I I just see myself exceeding in something. Like, I don't see the person, like, if we're at a job and I'm doing better than a supervisor. I don't see myself being better than that supervisor. I see myself exceeding, doing what I got to do to stand out in a way because that's what we need to do. We need to show our employers, like, we're badass, right? And I don't look at that person as a female or a male. I'm just looking at it as a person and... I need to make sure my job is getting done or I'm being better at something to be better, to get recognition, recognition, I guess. So I don't get it why men have to look at the opposite sex as she's doing better than me because she's a girl. No. Or why women can't get paid as much as a man when they do a better job. I don't understand that. And I think that's one of the topics that people are like, no one gets it. <laughs> no one has an explanation. I will say, like, I am 
five foot two, a hundred and something pounds, I'm not going to go to, let's say, my husband's job and do the job that he does because I know I'm not capable of. Me trying to go there to prove that I'm better than a man is not going to happen. Although there's some girls, I seen a picture of a girl, not, not in his um, team, but like I was going through um, looking up some stuff and there's a girl who looked like she was like little as me, skinnier than me though. And she was doing, like, the job that he does. And I was like, what team is she on? Like, what what construction or carpenter team is she in that I, I want to go work? If she can do it, I can do it. But I'd die. I would definitely die. I'm not even going to try that. <laughs> but so that's something I, I don't know. Let's talk about it, guys. Like, I'm really, like, mind blown on why men and think that they could just, like, push girls around and especially these men like and I think these men are the problem is they see me as a little girl I think one of them was like um I I think at one point I was like oh you know I'm like the little age and they were like oh I thought you were in your 20s and I was like no thank you but I'm not (laughs) don't let the baby face fool you I just know how to take care of myself (laughs) it's like I don't know if it's my face and my height or what is it but I look younger than what I am. A lot of people get all like, oh, wow. You know, and I'm just like, yeah, well. (laughs) But so I think that's the problem. They see me a little girl and I hate, I hate when I, they call me like a niña or niña que no sabe nada. Um, They were like, uh, this one I was like, you know, I am so many years old and I've been in this world and I know this and I know that. And I was just like okay and you know good for you that you've learned all those things and you've been through certain situations but I am taught to do a job I've learned to do a job maybe I didn't go to school for this job but I've learned I have experience and I've learned this and this and that and I swear he looked at me like if I was talking in freaking I don't know alien language and he was like eh you know like I just point is why i'm in stupid <laughs> why guys like why do you guys feel the need to be better why can't we all just be equal and equal in a sense where we can both do something without one being better than the other because obvio there's going to be jobs that men are better at than women and there's going to be jobs that women are better than men right and it's fine but it doesn't mean that we always have to compete always men just need to like bajarle un poquito la raya and meet women on the same raya and stop being assholes that i think that's what it boils down to i don't care what nobody says (laughs) so what are your thoughts on that ladies and gentlemen go ahead and send some dms and let's figure that out because i really want to hear thoughts of of men of what they think because oh, it's just so freaking crazy and so those are my struggles with this job it's just like i'm at a point where um do i look for another job do i tough it out and keep learning but i feel like at this point toughening it out it's doing more damage to me than than anything or I don't know, maybe grow grow thicker skin than I already have. Because I feel like I build a pretty thick skin where I don't let work drama, like, insult me or hurt me that, like, 
I carry it home. Like, I get stressed out. I'll bitch about it. But it's only because I need a vent. I need to let it out. And then I'll be like, all right, I'm fine. But, you know, it's like, what do I do? So, and this is where I'm like, universe, tell me what you're trying to tell me. <laughs> like, you know, I I may or may not have an opportunity in this other job that I've had before. And, um, which I actually love, by the way, and I miss all the, all the time. And my amiga knows all about that. Um, I miss that place. That place was really good. I mean, you had your, your haters, your difficult workers, but I don't think it was as bad as the one I have now. And I'm really having a tough time with trying to figure out what my next step is and if maybe I'm just, you know, the world's testing me and trying to see if I could toughen it out because if I can't survive this job, how can I survive another one? I do feel like this is not my forever job. I could feel it in my bones, in my heart, in my soul. This is not my forever job, even though it's a good job. But um, there's a lot of things that I don't like about that company that um, I can tell you right off the bat, that's not my forever job. Um, I do feel that my place is somewhere else. It's just not there. But um, for now, it's like stick it out, of course, because COVID. But um, yeah, Ugh, I've been saying but um a lot. What the heck's wrong with me today? See, my even my vibe today. A lot of things happened today, too. So my vibe is still low. And um, I feel like, oh, I feel so disgusting. <laughs> I don't want to give out no negative vibes. I'm always scared of that, that even though I'm trying to be positive and have this great energy in me like the energy is still coming out of my pores and I don't want to project that onto people I hate that anybody else feel that like you don't care how uppity or so good you want to feel like you still feel like you're giving up this giving out this negative energy and I'm I don't want no one to catch it so black them vibes as I'm talking <laughs> but I'm trying to be positive you know I let some sage sage myself and ask for all this to be released que salga el demonio so yeah so that's something I wanted to touch on so go ahead let me know what you guys think you can even go back to my post on the breakdown of what I was gonna be talking about on episode 3 drop some comments there let me know what you guys think and or messages if you guys don't want to put your business out there you know you want to talk behind closed doors I'm all for that and so yeah that's that's what I'm talking about. <sighs> so I don't know if you guys remember, I posted um, a question poll on my story a couple of days ago regarding the Jeffrey Epstein um, ID Go documentary. Like, I just want to touch a little bit on it. I don't want to, like, go too much into it. But um, did anybody watch it? Because, you know, you know, I did. Same day, I was going to post it for the weekend, but I think I came home that day and i came home and i watched it all three episodes because only three and um i think you guys can you can download the app id go and watch it there and trust me um it changes your minds for those of you who are on the on on the edge of i don't know if he died or he killed himself so the after watching this i don't want to touch too much on it in case you guys want to watch it. i don't want to be a killer because you're going to be like you already told me everything cliff notes <laughs> right so um so this is what i want to say like it just touches more on i think it has a little bit of all the other documentaries if you guys have watched other documentaries like it touches a little like it says the same thing it touches on the same 
things like you know the girls the underage girls the interviews all that but it focuses a little bit more on the day of his death the day they found him like who was there who what were the steps i think they have this guy who was his um because of course he tried commit suicide before he actually died um this guy who helps people who are like wanting to commit suicide so he had like a uh, what do you, uh, like a mentor or whatever like he he talked and he like is a hundred percent like he didn't kill him i mean no one killed him he died like he killed himself but this one lady like towards the end of the of the documentary said there's three options here one he really committed suicide and that's just that two someone killed him and made it look like a suicide three it's both options one and two which i was like mind blown <laughs> i really was you guys should have seen my face i turned around and i looked at my husband i was like oh my goodness <sighs> yes yes so option three is he did commit suicide but they helped him do it and i'm totally for option number three guys like i'm totally buying that because part of me feels like he just killed himself because he doesn't want to say everything he's been doing not everything he's been doing but everything he knows like imagine all the information he has like a people and and logs of things and it's like imagine imagine how many people don't want their their dirty laundry to be aired out and if he's alive things are going to come out one way or another because what it seemed like this man is money hungry and he will save his ass no matter what take down who he needs to take freaking down so i think um sorry guys if you heard that <laughs> i had to take off my bracelet because it was like literally i moved my hands a lot and i was like getting sidetracked every time my hand moves i move even though i know i'm it's me <laughs> i'm like oh who's there <laughs> so um anyway so you know he's gonna he's gonna say everything and anything so i for me i was like yeah he had to kill himself there was no option two someone killed him because again nobody wants nobody wants that nobody wants their or, uh, dirty laundry to air out oh and then him killing himself sorry i i got mixed up because of my stupid hand so him me committing suicide like he's not gonna wanna he's taking down a lot and he's greedy he's greedy he wants all the money and i guess like he had made a will or he signed off his money to some like third party something out of the country world so if anything ever were to go down his victims or whoever's suing him or whoever's trying to get his money will not get it right away they'll get it in like 10 15 years so by then like these people are like what the fuck do i want this money for <laughs> so when they said like he killed himself but they helped him i think they i think it was that they gave him no option so watch it guys it's pretty freaking interesting and i think a lot of you guys would be like oh, option three he committed and they helped him mother suckers i think it was kind of sad that those uh security guards that worked there those guards or the police guards like they went to jail for what happened i mean i i don't think that was right but whatever the system is all kinds of fucked up um so i don't know that's that <laughs> so that's on that so yeah so go ahead and watch it guys um it's id go just type in like jeffrey epstein and it will pop out and it's three episodes it's pretty good it's pretty good it had me on like 
<gasps> but then again, I like that kind of stuff. So, not on brighter news because there's never brighter news in this world right now. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys have been um, following this story or ever followed this story, the Lacey Peterson, Scott Peterson story. It happened a couple of years ago, I think, what, back in 2003 or 2004. Uh, Scott Peterson was convicted of murdering his wife and unborn child. I think yeah, I was in 2004. And he was convicted of first-degree murder for his wife and second-degree murder of his unborn child. And he was sentenced to death by, uh, not the chair. I don't think we do the chair here. I think it's like lethal injection. And he is in that some prison in California. What is San Quentin State Prison? Is that in California? Yeah. Anyways, well, his death sentence, he's on death row, was reverse because of some juror crap i don't know what do you guys think you guys think he killed his wife like he was cheating on her and i guess she like went missing before christmas there's like a shitload of documentaries i think there's even like on the guys oh wait lifetime okay i'll talk about that after um there's a movie on lifetime i think about the whole ordeal and um you know, he, like, went fishing, and when he came back, he didn't find her, and he was, like, oh, frantic looking for her, and he was, like, going on these, like, like walks with, with the people, trying to find her, look for her, because she went missing, and then it turns out he had an affair and all this stuff, so every, everyone's, like, of course he killed her. He wanted to, like, not be, like, after he saw his wife and being pregnant, and then he's, like, all in love with the mistress, like, he doesn't want a life no more with the pregnant wife and uh almost coming child so i don't know like some t people are fucking crazy that nothing surprises me so i think he killed her should he have gotten the life sentence or death sentence hmm. i think there's worse criminals out there that give them life in jail the death penalty for me was a little like overboard we have pedophiles who get two years in prison one year six months that not that her life doesn't matter in the unborn child but we got bigger fr uh, fish to fry that he throw him in jail for life he's hating life as it is he doesn't have anything to do he's stuck between four walls so to me the whole life death sentence thing was like eh, nah. so but what are your thoughts guys what do you guys think that's kind of crazy um i don't know i always followed that case there's a lot of cases that i follow that i'm always like all obsessed with oh but let me talk about lifetime guys lifetime movies are the shit they're so corny they're so stupid but they're the shit like <laughs> I I love so um my husband used to ha used to work for a tortilla company so he used to deliver tortillas to stores and restaurants stores whatever so he used to spend a lot of time on the road he literally worked Monday through Sunday and he would literally work from like two in the morning to like seven eight at night so on the weekends um a lot of the time it was just me and my daughter and um we had this thing where we would go get subway and watch lifetime movies until this day she always says mom remember we used to watch lifetime and sub eat subway or pizza uh, and i was like yeah those were the funnest times but lifetime movies 
I get hooked. I can literally like go on a marathon and watching all those movies. And I know you guys do too. You guys need, seriously, I know. It's like sci-fi movies. Like they're corny, they're dumb, storyline might be stupid, but you get hooked for some reason. So Lifetime movies, you guys watch any of I watched all of them. Like I even watched the what's that Adias lady? The one that she's like killed her Mormon boyfriend and she was like all psycho and all this stuff. Like that one was really good. Um Anything that you see happen out there, it's going to turn into a Lifetime movie. Me and my daughter have a joke that, uh, like, <laughs> what happened? There was something going on TV, and I was like, oop, that's a Lifetime movie. <laughs> Just give it a couple of months. Give it a year or two. You know, like, the John Bonet, that was a really good case. Um, That one became a Lifetime movie. So many. Ugh, Lifetime is telling you guys you won't regret it. Corny, stupid savage what's happening <laughs> but it's a really they have really good movies like me and my daughter like we'll know every single freaking movie and i'm just like somebody's like oh have you seen this seen it even the mendez brothers that one's a good case like good case like uh what is that guy the the guy that the glove didn't fit and everybody's like oh like his his story dude i, can't, I forgot i don't know why but his stuff is on the on the thing on lifetime so check it out you guys should it's kind of cool kind of cool <laughs> oh, so um what else guys i feel like i had so much to talk about but but yeah now i remember halloween how can i forget this guys halloween is here yay halloween is literally like what a month away or whatever and i am so beyond Halloween is my favorite. I am I'm always beyond excited. This I usually start like maybe what? I want to say like mid September. I'll always start like bringing out little by little like a box here, a box there, decorations and I'll start setting up, getting ready. But this year because COVID, September 1st, decorations are coming out and I've already like I think what is it Hobby Lobby already has a bunch of Halloween stuff out. I've heard Michaels, Marshalls, Ross, Walmart. I'm sure is gonna start coming out with stuff. Um, they're all coming down with stuff, and I'm just I'm like beyond excited because every year I'll get something. I've gotten a lot of like other decorations, but I put a lot of them away because I don't live in a house. I live in an in a house apartment type of thing and i'm saving i buy a lot of stuff and i'm saving them for when i get my forever home and because i'm gonna go all out I'm go, i don't care what anybody says that's my dream and that's my that's my love that's my passion <laughs> so but oh my god i am so ready for halloween like i feel like this year is gonna be so low-key like how is that gonna work like are we gonna go trick-or-treating are people coming um I usually don't really go places anyways like I'll go around my little neighborhood or and then I'll go to my mom's because my my parents are so cute like they go all out for holidays like you know like we lived in apartments growing up like my sister and my parents bought a home a couple years ago so ever since then like my parents are the cutest they go all out like literally like um like Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas they'll decorate full-blown like balloon stuff in the front or like those blow up stuff and it's just it's it's cute to see their excitement my mom um she puts up a table like she'll put like props everywhere they have like a fog machine the scary music um last year my sister was scaring kids it was like the best of times and my mom was just loving it and so does my dad like 
they love all that stuff so i look forward to that so we go around my neighborhood we'll go to my mom's pass out candies come back here i'll go to my mother my brother-in-law's house with my sister-in-law and then we'll pass out candies there you know kind of like touch bases with them and see what they're doing so this year with covid like are we walking around are we like face mask with our costume it's like it's like oh my god you're it with the face mask that's so cute that's so original <laughs> like is that what we're gonna be um so yeah it's like kind of crazy like i don't know I feel it's going to be different. Are we not allowed to go? Because how are people going to be six feet apart? I don't know how that's going to work. So I don't think Halloween this year is going to be the same. We can't go nowhere. We can't do nothing. So so since we can't do any of that, I'm making my home Halloween starting September 1st all the way till November something when I feel like taking it down. <laughs> <laughs> but you know because like halloween kind of like translates a little bit into into thanksgiving because of the pumpkins you just have to like change it from scary to like fallish you know fall yeah autumn whatever so it all like translates smoothly but i sometimes take forever to take down like um i have like i think i mentioned this in another episode i have a little pennywise and it's it's a candy thing so you it's a little litter literally like two three feet pennywise for those who know who don't know who Pennywise is, it's it, guys. Okay, like it, the clown. <laughs> um, and then it has like a bowl, and you put the candy in, and you pass out. But I use it as a key holder. That like we all come in, throw our keys in there, and that's just that. So like that's there all year. It hasn't gone away since it was brought home to look all cute and stuff. And so yeah, so this Halloween. I love Halloween. October is Gabby's birthday month. Hey, accepting gifts now. <laughs> Should I put my cash app? I don't have a cash app. Just kidding. I have Venmo. <laughs> Free fast. You guys can start sending me gifts. <laughs> uh, I should get a P.O. box. <laughs> but yeah, so of course, because duh, it's my birthday. It makes October a lot more exciting and interesting and i just like scary stuff i like being scared even though i'm scared of being scared does that make sense like oh fuck no <laughs> i like watching movies that are gonna scare the shit out of me or like movies like or maybe i, I like like the suspense like of like not knowing where you're gonna like i think that's why like uh what is it halloween haunted houses are so fun because you don't know where you're gonna get scared but you're waiting for it and you're like come on bitch scare me scare me like one time we went to this stupid haunted house we should have known they were not gonna scare you it wasn't gonna be that scary but i was like okay maybe you know these are the the little the little small ones where people are like they're not gonna scare me and then like out of the sun is like boop and you're like ah so so i was like waiting for it and like nothing ever happened and i was just like wait who's gonna scare me <laughs> so that's that um so halloween is coming i'm excited we're all excited i'm excited because i'm gonna buy new stuff this year and i'm always excited to buy new stuff so <sighs> it's gonna be the cutest and i'll maybe post pictures maybe not maybe i'll share i will share stuff that i find that are cheap or just cute and they're like not that cheap but they were so cute i'll post them and um what's your favorite holiday I mean, anything after Halloween, like Halloween, Thanksgiving, even Christmas is like, I'm all for it. Hol to me, Halloween is the entrance to the next 
three coolest months ever. <laughs> That's how I feel. So I'm sorry, guys. If you're like January through September, you're not that fun. <laughs> oh, maybe September. I'll give you September, like mid-September, because it's the intro to Halloween. <laughs> so that's it guys that's it for today um i have some cool topics for next week so i'm excited about that too this week was just like i said it was a little down for me i was like i was not feeling it but again i'm always so grateful for you guys don't forget to follow me on instagram blaps with gabs also if you uh, listen to me on itunes make sure you um tap the fifth star and drop a few words of encouragement and let people know how awesome i am so yeah that's it guys bye